every day we lit. I feel like you're very unlit right now. I'm lit. <laughs> I'm lit. Should say it with a tad more enthusiasm. I'm totally lit, dog. How many Alani news you had today? Zero. <laughs> oh, that's why he's not lit. Maybe I need, maybe I need one. I got two downstairs. Uh oh. If you're trying to crack a couple cold ones open. I think I'm. I think I'm all right for now. I'll be able okay. to get through this. That's fine. That's fine. A lot of basketball stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, comparatively, a lot is in like three things happen. That's three more than what's been happening. That is exactly right. Um. Yeah. We actually got a tad to talk about. Indeed, we do. One of which being the worst news. Probably this millennia, if I had to guess. <laughs> this millennia. Um, <laughs> yeah, old uh, Chet boy. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna. I mean, I want to start out on like a serious tone. So, if anyone's got like a a noose plug, I'm looking to buy. I'm looking to purchase it. Doesn't have to be the Model X or anything new. Just something dependable uh, to use. <laughs> Just kidding. No, but I mean, it is very sad because like, as like a pseudo Thunder Rider, it's way more fun to cover fun people and like, God dang, dude. It's brutal. It's so brutal. Like, um, we are of course referencing Chet Holmgren. I feel like he was like the story of the day, like sports wise in general. I agree. Um, He will be missing his entire rookie season, the 2022-23 season uh, due to a, what's it called again? Lateral... I forget the like uh, Le, Le France. I don't know what it is. La France. Le France. Le France. But I feel I'm I'm kind of confused on the reporting because like Presti said it was a rupture, but apparently if it's a rupture, it's not that. So I don't know. Anyway, it's yeah. bad. It like I genuinely think there could have been maybe like two worse injuries, um, and then that one was like way up there. So Achilles would be worse, I would imagine. Oh yeah. Um, I think at this point. ACL is like fairly recoverable, so like it's up there. I don't know. It's a little more common. I feel like more guys try to bounce back from that. But ba- yeah, I don't know about basketball, man. Yeah, that's true. Um, not good to say the least. Not good at all. No. Um, I know a lot of people are gonna try to spin it, put a silver lining on it. Of well, they'll get better lottery odds this year. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's bad. It's not. It's not good. I mean, it's not the end of the world. No, but it's still... Um, I know. promise you Sam Presti would take worse odds to have a completely 100% healthy Chet Holmgren. That's a fact. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, it's frustrating. It's it's sad. I mean, it sucks for him. sucks for the team. sucks for fans. It's just kind of a sucky situation all around. It like genuinely ruined my day. I saw the news and I was like... Dang. My girlfriend FaceTimed me, and she was like, what's wrong? I was like, oh, you know. Like. Dude, you uh, you broke the news of the Thunder schedule before uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder Twitter did. Let's Somehow go. you posted like two minutes before they did. You're uh, good. Thank you. Thank you. You're really good. It's just the PR page. You can probably follow them. They tweet. Oh. Yeah. They must have been, PR must have been faster than the real page today. Oh, well. I didn't scoop anyone. I promise you that. Well, Derek, I got a game for you. You have a game. I do. Okay. Um, so it's Lis Lis Franck, Lis Franck. I I've still been trying to find the name of the injury. I'm sorry. Lis Franck. Lis Frank. I don't know. Um, you watch? Have you you've seen Inside the NBA, right? TNT. With shut up. <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen the game they play with Charles Barkley? Who he play for? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got five guys. Oh God. Who it's, it's current, right? He play for present tense play. Let's start with. I'll, I'll I'll go easiest first. Okay. Daniel Tice, who he play for? Hmm. I know it was the Celtics, but I felt like they traded him. But then I felt like they got him back. So I'm gonna go final answer Celtics. Wrong. But, oh, did he get? Did he get moved in the offseason? Mm-hmm. Oh, crap. All okay, right. can I guess again? So, I mean, I don't know. I got... Sure. Um, uh, the Utah Jazz. The Indiana Pacers. Oh. He was part of the Malcolm Brogdon trade. Ah, oh, dadgummit. Okay. Next, we move on to ex-Thunderer Taj Gibson. Who he play for? He's currently in the NBA. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see the thing that Draymond Green said about him? No. And it's like a little like podcast thing. He, they, there was a question where he was talking about who's the like 
the least star caliber player that you know just cooks you every time they play. <laughs> and he's talked about Taj Gibson. Really? Dude, he used to be really good. He's just old now. He said in his time, so I guess Taj was a junior at uh, Arizona State, I mean at USC, whenever um, Draymond was a freshman at Michigan State. Mm-hmm. And they're big, like, seven-footer got in foul trouble, and Gibson played in the paint main, primarily at USC. And Draymond had to go in and guard him and just be physical. And I guess Draymond was like, I just locked that ish up dude <laughs> and then the nba is like every single game he just busts me <laughs> like dude terribly oh no he remembered so Taj Taj Gibson so Taj Gibson. uh last i knew he played for the knicks that i mean i don't have a clue outside of that like there's probably a good chance he's somewhere else but i don't know so i'm gonna go knicks taj gibson plays for the washington wizards oh my god not great they're so awful. They have to be the most boring team in the league, right? <laughs> How do you have a like supermax player? Bradley, one of the most boring play- yeah. like one of the most boring teams of all. They're time. pretty boring. God, and they don't really have much like to get excited about. No, imagine being a Wizards fan. <laughs> Couldn't be me. God, Nerlens Noel, who he play for? Another ex Thunder. Oh, Nerlens. Man, I'm not even sure. I know the last. I know he got signed this year. I saw it. Or maybe traded. Oh my God! Last again. Last I knew it was Knicks, but <laughs> just like everybody in the NBA. That's true. That's last true. time I heard of him, he was in, <laughs> he was New, in York. New York, and then I never heard of him again. <laughs> uh, shoot! I'm gonna. Go, oh wait, Suns. Is that your final answer? Yes. Nerlens Noel plays for the Detroit Pistons. Oh shoot, bro! Two more. I couldn't. I knew someone signed him to like. Get some decent backup center minutes, but I couldn't remember who. Next we have... I'm good at this. I'm really good at this. Austin Rivers. Who he play for. Uh, okay, so I know it's not the Nuggets. Austin Rivers was such a bucket in high school and college. Like... Duke legend. Legend. The game winner he had against North Carolina, legendary. He, I don't know if I've ever seen him make a bucket in the NBA. I don't know if I've ever seen someone get a 2K glow up more than Austin Rivers. One year he was just normal looking dude, the next year he used all his VC on tattoos. Nice. Um man, I don't have a freaking clue. Can you tell me contender or non-contender? Last year or this year? Now. Well, I know he I know he played for the Nuggets. Last year to this year is a very different. He's not in the Nuggets. Last year, this team, probably not much of a contender. This year, could be a contender. Ooh. Major off-season moves. Major, Major. off-season moves. Major. Major. That leads me to believe it's either the Timberwolves or who else had a, a major off-season move? The Knicks, I guess. Yes. Okay. Man, I'm trying to think of who got that much better. I'll go Timberwolves. Well done, Derek. Let's go. Austin Rivers plays for the Minnesota Timberwolves. I got one, and you had to give me a hint, but it's cool. Well, last but not not least, okay, a man with a great first name. We have Ish Smith. I thought you were about to say Jake Lehman. <laughs> Ish, Ish Smith. Smith. Uh, I have only ever known of Ish Smith from the Thunder. We have, we have three X Thunderers on this, and it's not even like people you'd actually think either. It's all like they <laughs> like just happen to stop for here. Year two, and then bounce. I want, I had a friend that one time Snapchatted Ish Smith, and he Snapchatted him back Who's when he played friend? for the Thunder. Bradley Henderson. Oh. He used, I think it was Ish Smith. If not, it was Shabazz Napier. Um, but yeah, Bradley did some. He did some Thunder stuff. Um, back in the day, uh, Ish Smith. Uh, the Thunder and the Wizards was the other team. Uh-huh. Um, maybe the Hornets? I don't know. Um, man, I don't have a clue. I'm going to go the Memphis Grizzlies. Kind of close. He plays for the Denver Nuggets. Oh, dang it. I was thinking someone, like, some contender picked him up on the off chance someone gets hurt, he can get in or something. But. Well done, Derek. One for five. Kind of, <laughs> kind of one for five. Um, thank you. I'm really good at stuff like that every week. You ask me, and I have like a 10% success rate, so that's really good. Consistent. Yep, I am anything if not consistent. Um, <laughs> Let's jump back into the chat thing real quick, okay. if you don't mind. Yeah. No, I'm always down to cry. So. Yeah, it's 
it, it's bad because he doesn't get to play basketball this year. Like that, that's not good. Period. Right. Because um, I think the Thunder really, and we've talked about this, we're in a direction to where, you know, we could see fringe playoff team with with that squad. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that I, and I know you want to talk about this, not that they're going to be terrible this year. I think if they play, you know, regular season without, um, you know, sitting guys out, they're not, they're not a bottom five team in the NBA, in my opinion. I agree. I think they have too much star power in Shea and Giddy. And I'm star power, I'm using that pretty loosely. Um, Shea, 100%. Yeah, like, yeah, sure, he's got sure. He's well, got and, it all. And Giddy's better than guys on a lot of those rosters. Yep. Um, or, yeah. Like, who's the, who's the Rockets' second best player? Mm-hmm. Kevin Jim- Porter Jr.? Yeah, or like maybe Jabari Smith Jr. this year, mm-hmm. now that they have him. Like, Giddy's uh, probably more yeah. impactful than those guys. So it's like hard for me and to I, match Shea up with Jalen Green. Yeah. Shea's better. And then Giddy up with whoever. And Kevin like, Porter Jr., I'm taking Giddy. Just, I mean, you know what you're going to get. Yeah, and then even Jabari, like, long term, Jabari's probably the better, not even probably, Jabari's the better prospect. Than Giddy? But like, yeah, but like in terms of like impact winning in year one, or like year one versus year two, it's Giddy. And same with like, yeah. Detroit mm-hmm. and the Magic, and it's like I just don't see it. But well, again, I'll get into that. And, here and look at them paired as a backcourt duo, right? I mean, Giddy and Shea balance each other out nicely. Shea's kind of more score first. Giddy's more of a playmaker. They can both make plays and both score a little bit. Um, you know, Shea's in a far above average defender. Giddy not so much, but they like they balance each other out in those areas. I look at a Green and Kevin Porter Jr. It's like, I mean, both trying to go get their own. Mm-hmm. And so, I, so yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, but but back to Holmgren is it's just, it's it's tough all around because it really felt like there was some hope. <laughs> Sounds so dramatic. It sound <laughs> it, it it everyone was really excited. A hundred. I mean, like everyone. Yeah, it it really Players. felt like Oklahoma City had that buzz again mm-hmm. of like. Honestly, when they had like Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook back in the day, it was like, man, Chet just has this like aura about him that like attracts like the country, not just yeah. like Oklahomans. And yeah, I was like maybe the most excited about a prospect I've been coming into the league just because like he was playing for the Thunder. I was going to get to watch him a lot like closely because of what I do. And I don't know. I was just, I was really excited about it. He's so interesting. Like he's unique. Like there's this crazy high potential but there's also like all this stuff about how like he's got all these haters already because he's so skinny and stuff so it's like we got to watch summer league with him and giddy the way they connect like and it was obviously fun like um it was really tough and there were just so many outcomes that that the season could have had and he cut down a ton of those like not only does it suck because a like he's a great basketball player fun competitor obviously loves hoops like just sucks for him but like Shea doesn't have that play finisher floor floor spacer. Giddy doesn't have a, a play finisher and a elite level potential big man that like he's compliments now, him so well. Yeah, again, mm-hmm. like he's not gonna have that for another year now. And it's like it just sucks, man. It just sucks. Like there's not Yeah. There's know. no way around it. No. I uh I and I don't mean to try to find the silver lining too soon, because I think it's important to, you know take it for what it is and the suck that, you know, embrace the suck a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's like going to be great for JRE to continue to get it more minutes. It's going to be great for Jalen Williams from Arkansas to probably be relied on a little bit more with the lean front court that Oklahoma city mm-hmm. has. Um, and so like Baisley's role is like a screener and a roller and a guy rim running. Like we'll get to see that a little bit more. So it's, it's going to let other guys evolve their game a bit and get more comfortable. So when he comes back next year, um, you know, jerry has been guarding now, you know, next year we could say jerry has been guarding the five for, you know, a full season. Like mm-hmm. he's going to be able to help chat out more down the, down the block. So I think there's, I don't look at it as like the silver lining around Chet, like, oh, he's going to be able to be in the weight room and get stronger and like, you know, um, see the game and like watch film and like, you know, ease his way back into it. I don't view it as that. I view the silver lining as other guys are going to be able to like, like, you know, fine tune their role a little bit and get minutes where they wouldn't have gotten minutes unless he did get hurt. And I, I think some guys will kind of rise to the top. Like JRE is a guy I think will rise to the top in this in this scenario. So 
it's tough. It sucks. Um, it feels like we're almost like Oklahoma State is right where they were last year. Kind of like, mm-hmm. you know. Could, That's why it's so sad is because, like, I don't know about you or anyone else. I didn't enjoy the product a ton last year. Like, there was fun glimpses, but, like, you, you told me I'd have to go through another whole season of that. Yeah, be you're like, not doing 82 games of that. There's a reason they got Chet Holmgren. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it wasn't great. It wasn't pretty. Uh, but, no, that's a great point. I mean, you basically get to reallocate 30 full minutes to the rest of the roster. And, like, I still kind of feel like we know what we're going to get in Chet Holmgren. Like, sure. we don't know the limits of it, but, like, in the least – no matter what this injury entails, like you're going to have a shot blocker. You're going to have a floor spacer. Maybe he's not going to be a 25, 10 and three blocks a game night, but you still know what you're going to get. So now we can kind of, like I said, allocate those minutes to other people and, and maybe you can raise their ceilings and they can, like you said, work on things that JRE can guard fives now. And maybe yeah. Chet won't even have to do that when yeah. he gets back at this point. So that is interesting. So I feel like Chet has been obviously like an auto lock as a starter for, I mean, since they've drafted him. What do you think happens now? I mean, everyone's like, who are they pairing chat with you in could, the, the front court? We but. could do a whole pod on speculations of, uh, you know, what we think can happen next year. Mm-hmm. Right now, I sit in a position where I view it, like I kind of alluded to, I, I think it could be the same as last year kind of went. Mm-hmm. See what happens type of thing. Might over-succeed a little bit. I don't see Shea, Kitty. Playing eighty, I don't see them playing sixty games next year. Really, I I, I just don't, I don't see that happening. Um, now, I think the schedule will help in that tough. regard. Yeah, because it's it's hard. Yeah, and so you might not be getting win. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, so you might be able to hang on a little longer. Yeah, um, still, yeah, lose some games. But it it really honestly depends how much press he wants these guys at the top because they're they're freaking good, man. Like, yeah, and I think I think what Chet did for me is like. The Thunder could be, at worst, maybe the fifth worst team in the NBA. Like, I'm not listing teams in my head, but like, let's say they're the fifth worst team with Chet, like at the low end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. At the high end, they're, uh, we talked about, you know, eight seed, let's say. I still think the low end is about the fifth worst team. I just don't think the high end is quite as high because mm-hmm. a guy like Chet is able to change so many things and elevates Shea and Giddy in a way that without him, they just aren't elevated. And so, and especially defensively. And so I think, I think then the ceiling, you might be looking at like, uh, man, 10, mm-hmm. maybe like on the outside looking in of a plan situation, I think at best. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah, I agree. I'm glad that Sam Presti is the general manager. Cause I trust what that dude's going to do in this kind of situation. I think there's a lot of other James that freak out at this. Mm-hmm. And it's like the oh shit, like we gotta like what's going on? I that man is as cool as a cucumber. I had some conversations with some friends today who listened to the presser and we had the exact same thoughts of like we were kind of freaking out about it, and then we listened to Pressy and it was like everything's gonna be okay. It was like it's gonna be okay. And it it will, like there was a bit of a dramatic reaction initially, but he really does he like he's freaking good, dude. He's so good at his job. Like talked everyone off the ledge immediately, like uh, I don't know. He's a good freaking GM. It's amazing that Oklahoma City has him. It really is. You know, something that I noticed, and we can move on after this, um, and all the pro-am games that Chet was playing, which is super cool, by the way. It's just not going to happen anymore, I don't think. Um, yeah, I saw uh, Tari Eason already back down yeah, the rest of his. Yeah. Um, and every picture, because they you know take pictures with all the guys, every game since the first one, he had tape all over that ankle. Really? Yeah, because it's his, was his right, left. I don't know which one. Left, maybe I think. Um, I noticed, and I noticed before, you know, when he's posting these pictures and stuff, and they're circulating on Twitter, he had had black tape all up on his ankle hmm. in every one of those pro am games. Did he get hurt in summer league at any point? He did tweak an ankle in summer league. Okay, so I wonder if that's what it was, because because when this broke, the first thing I thought was like. You know, it could have been that one play with LeBron and, and, and the Jamal Crawford whole um, league. But I was wondering, I was like, I think he got hurt in summer league. Yeah. I he saw it taped throughout. He definitely had one tweak, and I even think he came back in that game. But he did. It, but he it was did. enough for, like, the He sat out the to, next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He tweaked it, came back, and then, yeah. They probably have nothing game. to do with each other. I just thought, I was like, hmm. Yeah. I wonder if, I wonder if this was kind of a more – slow progression than a one play type of thing. But who knows? 
I would bet no, but I don't know, man. Presty said know. someone stepped on it. Yeah, I He's, think it was definitely the LeBron was play. It? I think so. Yeah, yeah it's basically. Um, but I do think it had nothing to do with the condensation or whatever that stopped that game from happening. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Ridiculous. Yeah. What a mess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. I guess I was reading, and now this is like very unverified. I was on the, the Thunder subreddit today, and apparently... Like, the manager of that gym was on there, and he said that it was due to the amount of people in the gym. So oh, there's 100%. Like a, a With humidity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maximum people. occupancy, and it was, like, way over. Because it's so. not like there's a hockey rink under it or anything, right? right? Like, there's <laughs> right. a water sweating through the top of the court. It's, now, there, there is a second story, and there is a pool on that story, is what I heard. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no. Oh, I was like, no. um, yeah, that's, that's what I assumed. Um, yeah, yeah. And I didn't know that was a thing, but... That's apparently what happened, uh, which sucks because, like, that gym would never, like, it's not their fault, you know, whoever runs it, like, yeah, maybe shouldn't have let as many people in, but that, that has probably never happened before because LeBron has never been there, so, yeah, I don't know, bad deal. It sucks, uh, it'll buff, hopefully. The, the absolute worst case scenario is that Holmgren is, like, affected long-term by this. <laughs> yeah. Like, we could wait three years, and if that's what it takes for him to have not affected his like long term outcome, that's what it ha- that's what it takes. But like, yeah. that's absolute worst case scenario. But I don't know. I mean, it's kind of a I've done light reading about it. I'm definitely no doctor, um, but it seems like something that he really will be able to bounce back. Yeah, that, that's what I've seen. Um, it's a it's an injury that football players suffer. Um, it's definitely a freak thing, and there's been instances where, like, Julio Jones suffered it. He came back and had better seasons than before. Um, it's definitely something that if you don't treat right and don't get the right uh, medical evaluations, it can definitely be bad. I've heard that there's really no risk of, if you if you heal it right, there's really no risk of re-aggravation. It's yeah. chronic, like, pain mm, mm. that hurts. So, like, mm. you could have foot pain, mm. which would lead to, obviously, not playing basketball, but... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Weird deal. Bad deal. So our boy Kevin. Sorry, Kevin let me Durant. readjust. Kevin. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. <laughs> I sent you that right. The Kevin, yeah. thing. That was one of the funniest Kevin things of all time. Um, <laughs> he has, after about a month of acting like a little jerk, <laughs> decided to stay with Brooklyn, and he's going to ride it out. And I assume Kyrie is as well. Sign the extension. There was a report that Kyrie came out. signed an extension. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. When? Yeah, today. Uh, no, 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 no. Long time ago. It was just uh, to oh, get yeah, his yeah. money. Yeah, yeah, he still wanted like out. Technically, he's still going to the Lakers. You think? Yeah. Um, Russ, I tend pairs to, up with Katie. Uh, I don't know. Back in Brooklyn. <laughs> I don't know about all that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but Kyrie's. Good. I assume they're going to ride it out at least for a year or two, and then they'll both do the same thing again here, probably in a oh, couple yeah. summers, yeah. but. Uh, what does that do for you? Is there here? Here's where I'll start. They automatically had like the third best odds to win the finals. Do you believe that to be true? The third best odds to win the finals. No. I think it was the Bucks and Celtics Warriors. Either yeah, one of those two teams that were ahead of them. I don't remember who. No, I don't. You don't, don't believe they're the third best? They might not be the third best in their conference. <laughs> um, I like Philly over them. I like Boston over them. I like Milwaukee over them. I think those three I'd definitely like over him. Now, why is that? Because there's all this hullabaloo about how good he is and about how Kyrie, how Who, good Kyrie how, is. I don't doubt how good they are necessarily. Um, and honestly, I think, like, I I think their coach their... is terrible. I think Steve Nash can't coach worth crap. Um, Fair. I, they're they're obviously like they're divas a little bit. I don't mean that like negatively. That's just that's their personalities. They they need a lot of things to go their way to be happy. Um. Embiid's not like that. Um, True. Giannis ain't like that. Tatum's not like that. Durant's like that. Kyrie's like that. And so when things go wrong, you know, I I don't question that the Celtics are going to get over that hump with coaching and the mindset of their players. I don't I don't question that with Philadelphia. I sure don't question that with Milwaukee. I yeah. question that with Brooklyn. So is it kind of a mix of all those things? Oh, it's like, a mix of if everything. If they had good coaching, good and consistent coaching, like maybe you Dude, could – I think, I think all it's going to take is an injury, someone not being happy, five-game losing streak, and we're looking at 
carry request demands well, a trade. we looked at this last yeah, month. Yeah, and, and the thing is, now, now, and we can't do this, but if it's a perfect world situation, they're all playing every game, and Kyrie gets vaccinated so he can play every game. I don't know if that's still a thing. Um, <laughs> I think it will be, yeah. Then, then by all means, yeah, yeah, they're they're easily a top three team. But man, I I just don't see that happening, and I I think I just trust the other teams, organizations, and coaches more than I trust what's going on in Brooklyn. And I kind of think you're a fool if you don't. I totally agree. I like you said, all it takes is Ben Simmons not happy, Kyrie Irving isn't happy, Kevin Durant tweak something that's been there. Yeah, ben Simmons getting hurt a week into playing and not playing again. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like, it's just, there's, there's so too many factors. Like with, with a, your three best players. Right. Right. They're obviously all of them talented. Like Ben Simmons, complete stud. Healthy, still. perfect. All three of those guys work beautifully Flawless together. Yeah. But that's not what it is. Yeah. And it, that's not how it's going to go. It's, <laughs> I, I agree. Um, I would probably put them top 10. Definitely not top three. Probably tenth. Yeah, I'd, I'd put I'd, I'd put him in there, but it's like Phoenix. I trust more with mm-hmm. everything. Um, <laughs> dude, Miami the Clippers. I trust more. Miami's funky with me. I don't. I don't know how much better they'll be than last year. They might have regular season success. I don't see them being like a. Yeah, I, they might be at the same level actually. The Clippers, I think, are better. Denver, I'll barely maybe take. Yeah. Um. And like, then even some of these younger teams, it's like, man, the Pelicans are working their way up. The, the Grizzlies, Grizzlies will the Grizzlies be there from again. Last like, year. It's like, yeah, I just don't. Like you said, there's more. It's kind of a perfect storm of things I don't trust as far as like organizational stability, coaches, players. Like it's just like too many things. There's too many factors. And can't trust it. And I, and I, it reminds me a little bit of kind of the last couple of years with the Lakers. How you have a guy that's a top two talent of all time in LeBron James. And, you know, it's he kind of gets to pick the coaches, doesn't love the coaching. He gets his boys to come in. His boys get hurt. His boys aren't happy type of thing. There's there's rumors that guys don't like each other, trying to trade for other guys, trying to bring other guys in, not doing what everyone thinks they should do. And they underperform. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the Lakers could be perfectly healthy next year. I'm still thinking like I don't know if I trust I don't know if I trust that for a full season and playoff series. Yeah. That's how I feel about Brooklyn. It's different, but I I think that's I think that's a comparison that I think there's similarities there. I agree. Now I do think it's much less of the case with Los Angeles just because I mean like there's Bron's been here before like in 80s just injured. You're right. It's not like AD's like, I want out. They, they, no, there's they times don't want... that he's soft and that right. they've questioned how Hardy works and things like that on, with recovery. Right. Um, and Russ I, is kind of his own thing. <laughs> yeah. I think I don't think he'll be there personally. Uh, not either. We can get into that in a minute. Yeah. Um, but I agree. I mean, there's definitely some organizational <laughs> instability there it's as just well. Like, like when, the Lakers have not been the picture of... Yeah. Per, like consistency and perfection for the last decade. So. When, when to us we see cracks in the foundation, when it's obvious to us, imagine how deeply rooted that is within the organization. Right. And we see major foundational cracks in Brooklyn. And I just don't trust it. Yeah. Which sucks for people like Josiah and and even Steve Nash who have like, I mean, like they've done everything Kevin Durant wanted, you know. Like yeah, they went no, out and, definitely. Like it's not their fault, but it's just like, I mean, it it's is, Durant's it fault. It it's Durant and Kyrie Irving's fault. They wanted a babysitter as a coach, and now they got. Now they're not happy. Yep. Um, it's, it's tough. It's I don't stupid. Trust it's it. a dumb situation. It really is. It really is. Um, now that being said, again, they're all so talented. Like, and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are two of the most fun players to watch in the NBA. Like, yeah, I love watching beautiful basketball. basketball. I just wonder. I wonder. I'm about, honestly still a Ben Simmons fan. Like, I I think what he does on the basketball court is awesome. How many games do those three play together this year? That's so hard because like Ben Simmons hasn't played in twenty. <laughs> That's high. It, it could be zero. That feels like, high. I, I exactly. Don't know. I don't know. It could be zero. How many do Durant 70. and Kyrie play together? Forty. The three. I'll say like ten. I'll say like twelve. Okay, I think that's fair. What Dur- about Durant Katie and Kyrie? And Kyrie <laughs> I'll say thirty. Thirty games, counting both Kyrie kind of being a numbskull and Kevin maybe. Sitting out back to backs, maybe he has Kyrie sitting out back to backs. Remember that whole thing? Yeah, yeah. See, I I don't trust that at all for a top 
13 And especially when you get to the playoffs and it's like you have to play every game. Yeah. You have to be consistent every game. You have to make adjustments. You, you, you have the to win teams get, the, Yeah, you got to win four. <laughs> the, four. The teams get better as you go. Yeah, no, it's crazy, dude. Yeah, You're okay. burning money by betting the on The more that. we talk about it, the more I'm like, they're awful. <laughs> <laughs> they should tank. Yeah. Yeah. Wimby. Man, I really thought they... Which obviously the deal wasn't there for Durant. Like they're not going to get what they want. No, it's sad they about sh- this. They should have blown it if up if they do man. play. Who's not going to get as much run? Our Your boy, boy. <laughs> my boy, Cam Thomas. I like man. him too. I like him too. I think he'll still get run. It'll Maybe just not be as much. super role play. Like, yeah, coming for fifteen minutes and shoot. He'll be getting those Bruce Brown minutes. Hey, Bruce Brown's in. Denver. Yeah, I love like that. that I like by that the way, we, well, I don't know if we ever talked about that. That's a awesome pickup for that. Yeah, but they did lose uh, a couple. They lost two guys to the Wizards last yeah. year, though. Uh, Gary Harris and Barton. Will, Will Barton. Barton. Yeah. And I like those Role too. players, but Bruce yeah. Brown can do a little bit more, especially defensively. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was really good for Brooklyn. Who was? Playoffs last year. He had 31 game. Like, yeah. They were, it's because they were like, <laughs> do you remember that? double teams at everybody else. How disrespectful. <laughs> that was wild. It's like Bruce Brown, <laughs> let Bruce Brown beat him. They were letting him walk to the goal. You don't didn't give a crap either. No. He was like, okay, they, let's go get back. It's yeah. so funny. Um, oh, good times. Okay, let's move on. To LA because they recently shipped off uh, Town Horton Tucker, Town Horton Tucker, and Stanley Johnson. Yes, Stanley Johnson for Patrick Beverly. Beverly. I feel like I'm in the unpopular opinion that I kind of like it personally, but Beverly with LeBron and AD. Just Beverly is like a player in general. Like I think it's a good solid. Oh, I don't pick dis- up. I like don't he's disagree. been on a playoff team for the last what ten years. Like hustles around. He's good once you. You need them once you get to the playoffs. Like, yeah, that's whenever you'll get the most out of them. So, like, I don't hate it. I mean, I like it more than Talon Horton Tucker. And the dude shoots like thirty-eight percent from the floor. Like, he's supposed to get better every year. He never does. So I like, agree. You know what you're going to get out of Beverly? Like, Hort, Talon Horton Tucker average eighteen to twenty next year, and I'm still like, nah, yeah, who cares? Yeah, <laughs> on the six foot three. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's so many interesting parts to this. One, the first one is that. <laughs> they wouldn't include Talon Horton Tucker in a Kyle Lowry trade a couple years back. Right. Bonkers to me because they absolutely love Talon Horton Tucker for some odd reason. Yep. Um, Future All Star. So that's funky to me. And now you're shipping him and Stanley Johnson. Who? Who? Listen, I like Stanley Johnson. I he's do. not like he's not like a throwaway throwaway. No, like, he'll always be he on a roster. Play, yeah, he could play minutes for Patrick Beverly. So odd. And then the obvious, especially around here, is. Beverly and Russell. Yes. Together. I saw a tweet today. Pat Bev is excited. Gorilla emoji. To be with Westbrook? Yeah. He said, let's get it. Or something. Just (laughs) I got to go find it. How wild would that be if they... See, I don't don't doubt that Beverly... Because Beverly's going to be a team guy, do whatever it takes. Dude. Russ ain't going to mess with that at all. Oh my God, no. He's such a little baby, dude. My God, grow up. No, I mean, I mean, he did like he did. He take did his knee dirty, out. like one of the dirtiest plays you can make. Let's see what this tweet. Okay, was. okay, okay, okay. It was someone said the Westbrook disrespect and vitriol is still corny, regardless of how you feel about last season. Some people got to get a life, man. LeBron responded and said, "Can't wait for him to go off this season." Pat Bev quote tweeted that same. It's on gorilla emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how nuts would that be if they like were homies? They're just bros. But brother, you could guard that with a middle school two three zone with those two dudes that playing uh, guard as your spots. Oh my god! And now I like, I like the things um, that is it Darvinham? That's their head coach, right? Yeah. I love the things that he said just as a basketball mind about playing Russ in a dunker spot, having him run you know corner to corner, kind of being mm-hmm. a guy that's filling spots, cutting. Um, you know, primary ball handler and transition type thing. I love that. I love a lot of the things that he's done, and I think he's going to be a great coach. Beverly and Russ on the court at the same time with LeBron, who's not really a great three-point threat, Damian Jones, who's not a great three-point threat, and AD, who hadn't played much recently, that is, man, I, I wonder where you're going to get your points from. I totally agree. Now, if they ship Russell off four. Which I still think they will, by the way. I also do probably not for Kyrie. I think it's probably going to be this Miles Turner, Buddy Hill, Mumbo Jumbo. Um, awesome. Which has been reported. LA. And 
Yes. If you get them two, who both can shoot the three-pointer at like a really good oh, yeah. clip. Heald's really good. For a big man, Miles Turner is like one of the best oh, in the yeah. game. That's so, what he does. Um, I mean, I would love that personally. Like, Definitely. Definitely. I think that works a lot. You have Pat Bev, perimeter defender. I mean, he's not bad enough that like if you sag off him, he can't go get some buckets. Like, sure. He's been known to heat up a little bit. He's but, got like, his job. What? Eight to 11 points a game from sure. that guy. You've got Buddy Hield at your two guard, just with absolutely flaming cross-court brawn passes. Yeah. All he's going to do is sit on the perimeter. It's 12 and, a game. Yep. Hopefully shoot 36% plus sure. and call it a night. Uh, you've got Braun, Damian Jones, Anthony Davis, Miles Turner. Like, you've got a lot of options in the, the front court. I like it. And then off the bench, you've got nobody <laughs> because they're the Lakers yeah. right now. But I do, I do like that roster construction, especially more than last year. I mean... Well, that's what you that's what you wanted going into last year yes. for your boy. Yes. And now I didn't want them to give up two first rounders and Russell Westbrook for it, but and it's probably not a championship material team, but it's closer. It's much closer, I think. I don't know if Russ would get very many many minutes in Indiana. I don't know if they have the potential to buy him out, but they'd probably buy him out. And if they buy him out, he's either done or a hornet in my mind, I think. Remember, I I was I had a strong feeling last year that Westbrook would not play another full two years in the NBA. Last year, you said that. I just don't. I don't see it. Man. Teams don't. I hate that. Like now, I hate I, that for him. I will say, I think he absolutely deserve like deserves at least a little bit more. Like, I mean. Yes, he if wasn't. Taylor com- Morton Tucker does, or Stanley Johnson. Are you kidding me? He the- wasn't completely unplayable, and it's one season in a dysfunctional organization. It's like he someone you, else gives you twenty. Shot. He can still give you twenty-eight and eight as a starter. Like he wasn't that bad with the Wizards. No, he was and he good, could, and he-, he could just go right back there. So it's like, yeah, I I agree. He totally deserves like more than just like finishing it now. But <laughs> gotta be a perfect situation. But he's not going to a contender. Like I don't think anyone's gonna. Unless he really is like, I will come off the bench and I will function as like the centrifugal like bench guard that you need. Like, I just wouldn't mess it up for him. Like, not that he's bad, bad, but like the Bucks. Why would the Bucks do that? They've got a good thing going on. Like, why would Denver go and do that? Like, it's just. What about the Los Angeles Clippers? They just got. They just got John Wall. I doubt it. I I just doubt I think, it. Like, I think you just don't fit, mess up what you got going wise, on. I, think that's okay. Yeah. I mean, they don't have crazy him and, good guards. Him with Kawhi and Paul George, he'd be able to do his thing. He was supposed to be able to do his thing with LA. You didn't think he was. I didn't. But I didn't think he was either. Thought it. Okay. Uh, I mean, okay. Okay. Fair. Um, Weird situation for him. Yeah. It sucks that, I mean, he, like, I think his championship window is, like, gone, personally. Oh, but, I think it's the same as Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. His best days are going to be crazy, because, like, if you would have told us that a year ago. Carmelo and Russ were like, yeah, way on the opposite ends of the spectrum. Like one is a role player, and one's like, okay, MVP. he was a yeah all star last year. Like, yeah. so yeah, it's sad. I mean, I hate it for Russ. I really do. Like, it's a tough way to go out. I hope he gets back on the like. Milwaukee's actually an interesting one now that you say that. I don't think they'd do that because I think Drew Holiday is great for what they do. Adding him to that would kind of ruffle things, but I, I don't hate that. Yeah. Giannis just has the ball so much. It's like what would that's always be? been Russ's problem. Is that well, like what's he doing when the ball's not in his hands? Which is LeBron has the ball in his hands. Yeah, so more. exactly. Uh, which is that's... why I didn't love it. Yeah, contender would be tough. You're right. Contender would be really tough. It's just it's too it's too much to like potentially mess up. But I I do hope Russ gets back on the arc of like maybe he can get himself some credit again before he goes out because I think it's fairly like. Fairly soon. It's going to be fairly soon. Yeah. So I hope he gets some redemption. He really does deserve it. Like, I've talked about it before. The Lakers' woes last season were not solely Russ, Russell Westbrook. Like, no. they never were. It was absolutely never just him. Dumpster fire so, situation. Yeah, it was a complete mess, and they scapegoated him all season. So, yeah, bad deal. Now, how crazy would it be if they if they just stayed and thrived just the way that Braun and Patrick Beverly Grillo emoji are thinking? <laughs> top. He's top 15 in MVP. Bronze, the fourth best player, and on then the we team. find out at the end of the year after after their championship parade in L.A. that 
Russ never said a word to Patrick Beverly the entire season. <laughs> just hated each other. Beverly would like try to like you know bake him cookies and bring him to practice and be like a nice guy, and Russ just <laughs> didn't say anything. Didn't even make eye contact with him. I could see Pat Bev being like a cookie guy, like baking the team cookies. Yeah, gorilla shaped cookies. <laughs> That'd be amazing though if you want a full season like succeeding and not talking to each other. <laughs> if anyone was to do that, it'd be Russell Westbrook <laughs> and Patrick Beverly. Dude, what a um, it seems like a thing like where you're like mad at your friend on the playground and like you're not passing him the ball. In the yeah. Game. Yeah, except I think his would bleed back into the classroom and throughout the whole rest of the school year and like <laughs> all summer he's just fuming. They hate each other. Yeah, he's not running, running around doing anything, man. Nothing. That's so funny. They hate each other. They uh, hate each other. Yeah, Pat Bev, I I agree though. He'd he'd be willing to. I think he'd make amends. Yeah, he would. I mean, it seems like he's already trying. I hope Russ has nothing to do with it. That's that'd be so far from the I've course. always had like a slight, slight soft spot for Pat Bev. Oh lordy. I just think he he's so good at getting under people's skin. It kind of cracks me up. It's I like just, it's an art almost. Ever since he injured Russell Westbrook, now the, the that, injury thing, that was stupid. It was stupid. Like, did he try to injure him? I don't think so. Was he being an a flaming idiot? Yeah, probably so. But like, I think it's an unreal. Was he like, ooh, I'm gonna tear that man's meniscus? Like, no, I don't think so. But so you just don't do that. Ah, uh, yeah, he's a moron. But he's a moron. But it's one of those guys. He's like he's our moron. Like yeah, you exactly. love him when he's like, with you. Clippers love him. Timberwolves now love him. Like, <coughs> dude, him like standing shirtless on the thing after <laughs> they won one playoff game. Like, yeah, 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 pretty good. Crazy stuff. Okay, you want to answer some Twitter questions? Yeah, I've not looked at the Twitter questions. Not a ton, uh, but a few. From Nico, what do you think about this take? Because OKC is so young, most in the early 20s, internal growth from last year to this year will be greater than normal. They won 24 games last year. They'll win 30-plus this year and challenge for a play-in spot even without Chet. OKC is better than people think. That's great. That's a really good take. You think so? Mm, yeah. I think we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. I think they could. I, we still don't think they're a horrible team that's automatically going to be a bottom three, four, five team in the NBA. Um, therefore, I think they get more wins than they did when they were a bottom three, four, five team in the NBA. Um, 30 is like, that's a fair number. 30 plus, I guess, is fair. Um, there's a lot of things that go into that. Um, what he said about other guys, you know, getting better, like he said that in there, correct? Yes. Uh, because OKC is so young, internal growth from last year to this year will be greater than normal. So yeah, yeah, I think it will. And we 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 talked about it earlier. Guys like JRE or Jalen Williams from Arkansas or Darius Baisley or you know Kenrich Williams, mm-hmm. those guys are going to get better because you know Chet's not playing. Giddy's already shown improvements throughout you know summer league, these offseason workouts that he's been doing, things like that. Shea's going to take that leap that you think he's going to take. Take. Um, yeah, no, I think I think that's a fine take. I think that's a fair take. I think it is a potentially accurate take, to be honest. I yeah. just don't think people realize how much these guys work in the offseason, how much it's going to translate. Like, some of these guys are going to be exponentially better, whether yeah. it's JRE, whether it's even Darius Baisley, you could throw in that mix. I mean, Josh Giddy could take like huge jump, like huge jump if he could get certain elements on track. So it's like, yeah, they're going to win more games than last year. Off that alone, like, not only because they added, like, Jalen Williams, Santa Clara is talented. Like, he's going to affect the game and impact the game. They're virtually running it back healthy without chat. Healthy, better. Like, some guys are going to be better. Like, 100% they're going to be better. Dagnalt's in the second year. Like, little things like that are huge. And and they're getting picked to win, like, 18 games this year. It's nuts. It's crazy to me. Of course. Are we biased? I don't don't think think so. so. (laughs) I don't think so. Um... I just can't see it. Like, you can't look at the Rockets and tell me they're going to be better than the Thunder this year. You I, just can't. I totally agree. Or even the Pistons I could see, but it's not going to be, like, significant. Like, significant. They lost Jeremy Grant. Like, yeah, I, their second best player is a rookie. Like, I just, I just can't see it, man. I just can't see it. So, I think it's a fine take. I, think, I genuinely think if they wanted to compete for the plan, they could. Now, will that happen? I think there's a lot of teams in that realm, though. I agree. 
I agree. Like the Kings are going to be right there again. Like their roster is actually not they're bad better at than all. the Spurs. Right, better than the Spurs. I think. I think they're better. I than think Orlando. by the start of the season or a little bit after the season, they'll be better than the Spurs, the Jazz, the Pacers. Ooh, Jazz. Really? Mm-hmm. I think I think Donovan Mitchell's gone. Personally. Okay, so if he's gone, then a hundred percent. Yeah. So like accounting for trades. The Spurs, the Jazz, the Pacers, the, the Magic, the Rockets. And that's five right there. And I can confidently say, like, if trades go down how I think, they'll be better than those five. And then there's, like, certain other teams could sneak past, too. So it's just, like, I, I think it's likely almost. Now, this year's a year where they could do that and still have, like, a, the number seven pick. But, which, which I kind of think happens. Yeah, I agree. So, no, Nico, I don't think that's a bad take at all. Good job, Nico. Yep, I think that's a a phenomenal take. Uh, Darkwing, Russ plus Pat Bev equals chaos, question mark? Uh, Russ for sure traded, or is it the perfect backcourt? We kind of touched on this. Uh, Absolutely chaos, I would say. Chaos, yeah. Chaotic. And it could could be on either one of the two ends of the spectrum. It could be chaotically great (laughs) and beautiful and just wild, or it could be chaotically dramatic and Russ gets traded, which is exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, we both think Russ is going to get traded. Uh, in terms of like the actual fit in the backcourt, don't love it. I don't love it. Like it's not great offensively or defensively. Like Pat Bev is not quite what he used to be. I like Pat Bev, but like he is aging. His defense isn't fouls a lot. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Fouls a lot. So Russ, I mean, complete non-factor defensively. Uh, offensively inefficient, as is Pat Bev. So and a wild, not a perfect fit. We say Westbrook's a bad defender, which I mean, he's not a great defender right now. And in college, that's like <laughs> that was his thing. Athlete defender. I mean, if and again, we make this argument all the time. If that's all he focused on, he'd be great at it. Like I firmly believe that. If he didn't want to go get a triple double every night, he could play elite level defense, similar to. If Kawhi Leonard didn't want to score 20 points per game, he could go play elite defense all dang day. LeBron. So, yep. Every every yeah. high-level athlete that, like that could go D up. So. Except for Giannis. Except for Giannis. He's a bum. No, he just does D up. <laughs> no, I think he's a bum. Um, Oklahoma Grin, uh, is it full tank now, or do they compete for Shea? Um, people are not going to like this from me. Sam Presti does not care about <laughs> Shea's feelings right this second because no. he's like just now starting his deal. Mm-hmm. So like even if Shea's frustrated this season, he's got four years left on it. He's got four more years to play with the team that Sam Presti will finally have constructed for him. Yep. So I, people act like Shea's so mad, but there's like, there's no, not, not this person asking the question, just everybody from alternative teams. Like, <laughs> There's nothing to show that yet. Like, there's nothing to show that he's frustrated. He's getting his. He's been legitimately injured. They're probably going to lose a lot of games this year, and he's going to have a lot of fun next year and the three years after that for the Thunder. So, well said. I have nothing to add on that. I think they tank now. It's going to be harder to tank, like we just talked about, but I think they tank. Uh, Last question Blaine Buchanan. Nope, not last question. Sorry, I remembered another one. Uh, Who is safe from the roster crunch now that there's one less spot? I don't know totally how that works. So does he go on IR basically and they get another spot now? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably say Teo. Mm, yeah. I don't. I still just. I think Ty Jerome is out. Like he's like twenty five or six. Like don't see him as part of the picture at all. Um, Teo, there's still like potential for development. I think Ty Jerome stays. I think it's Ty Jerome. Really? Wow. I don't over, know why. Over Teo and so. like favors or Veet, someone. Hmm. Mm, that's tough. I like Veet, but is he like a, a mainstay on this Thunder team? Probably I think Teo's not. gone. I yeah. think he's the worst out of those four. Yeah. And for the future. Yeah, maybe. Not ideal. Um, You might just hang on to favors. I mean. Why not? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'd hang on to favors. Yeah. Especially this year. So Teo's gone. Maybe keep Jerome? I'm keeping Jerome. I you like are? Ty Jerome. Yeah. I like Ty Jerome, too. I'd get a jersey. Good shoot. Oh, yeah? <laughs> is that what your basis for liking someone? Would you purchase their <laughs> I like him so much that I would get a jersey. Okay. Um, I like what he does a lot. He's just old. He's not getting better. He's 25. not going to get better. Yeah. 
But I mean, like, who's my jinx? I'm 19. How much better is Tail going to get sent at the end of the bench playing in the G League? I don't know. Maybe Tyrone. <laughs> he's going to be significantly better than Ty Jerome, who, who can really could, shoot that thing. You never know. He could get there. They're still hanging on to the hope that Darius Baisley is going to get any better at basketball. So. <laughs> or Poku. I, I love Baisley. No, you don't. <laughs> um, I like Ty Jerome. He can shoot it. He's a pesky little defender. I like him. Um, last question. I saw it. Where'd it go? Here it is. If you could go back in time. Oh, this is from James Kerr, by the way. I don't know if you know him. Uh, if you could go back in time and attend any one sporting event in person, what would it be? Okay, I think I know where he's going from on this. He just watched the Malice in the Palace documentary. Oh. And he's brought it up. The he's, last few times I've seen him. He's trying to catch a knuckle sandwich from the, the Pistons. From huh? Ron Artest. Oh, Lord. Um, That's a good question. Any sporting event? I'd go to something in ancient Rome. It'd have to oh, be like... No, or like the first Olympics People are or something. dying. Oh. <laughs> I thought you meant like ancient Rome. Like, you know, no, in the Colosseum when people are getting their heads ripped me- off by... I definitely meant that. Yeah. Oh, That'd be crazy. That'd be wild. Front row seats just... The Lions? Oh, oh man. Or, or like the first Olympics, like that had to be wild, right? Yeah, it, it would have been so boring, like just a bunch of dudes running around with like leaf made shorts, trash athletes. Doing... <laughs> yeah, they're just like complete puds. <laughs> puds. <laughs> oh gosh, that's a good question. I legitimately, oh, I don't know. I don't even like sports. <laughs> Shut up. I go to like Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s first win or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't know. I don't know what I'd go to. I like the whole ancient Rome thing. That's a fun That's idea. That's kind of cool with the gladiators. Yeah. Yeah. That might be my pick. It'd be up there. As long as it wasn't too gross. It'd be cool to see Muhammad Ali fight. Ooh. Yeah. For sure. It'd be cool to see Mike Tyson fight right after he got out of prison. Ooh. The, the ear fight would be cool. <laughs> yeah. Evander Holyfield. Indeed. Big fan of that question. You got anything else for me? so either all right you guys know what to do follow us you know what to do order all of our merch uh panhandles we're about to sell out man go size up yeah you better get on it quick so all right craziness we'll see you next week derek's gonna work on stickers one of these days eventually i told you to hit me up you never did (laughs) 